Cody, we've got four hours of Paradise <laughs> Happenings to recap, so sit back, strap in, and let's get going. This is going to take about uh, two hours to recap nope. all the, the it's haps. It's going to be a hard pass. <laughs> Bunch of people uh, fall in love, fall out of love. There's a cliffhanger, the end. The goose is getting cooked. <laughs> the goose goes from being loose to being getting his goose cooked. Well, the goose is going to get cooked next time. That's we're getting ahead of That's ourselves. Yeah. In fact, where we jump in is the goose gang is flocking together, ready to uh, go on the attack. I got to pull my notes up. Yeah. All right. Ready. I have nine pages oh of notes. Oh my god, what are you doing? I'm trying to get all of the I great monologues. Two yeah, one per What's episode. Wrong with you? What's right with me is the question no, you want to ask. No. Yeah. Um, so let's get going. You let's... good? You got something in your nose? I got a hair in my mouth. Yeah. Hmm. That's something the audience at home needed to know. Yeah, they could hear me fumbling around. Uh, the Goose Gang wants Colton to quit playing games with Tia's heart. <laughs> A la Backstreet Boys. <laughs> the Goose Gang wearing polos. I like that the Goose Gang has an official. Uh, I think maybe either they did on the show or we oh, commented. Okay. Maybe they, yeah. Polos. It's the official uniform of the Goose Gang if you want to get in. <laughs> it seems to me like you're kind of speaking globally about the episode, mm-hmm. that your opinion of Colton's situation changed a little bit. Is that right? Uh, yeah, I gotta get my. I gotta, gotta get, get my your head, head on this. straight. Yeah. Gotta, well, there's a lot to wrap your yes. head around. There's plots and subplots, uh, yeah. thematic elements. It really is intersecting um, narratives. It's like when we have to go to our. I don't think he listens to the podcast. Right. So when we have to go to our friend Chad's Shakespeare plays, and we just have no idea what's yeah, going on. Yeah, I feel on. like this. Yeah. I'm watching like a Midsummer Night's Dream <laughs> when I'm watching Paradise. The question is: Will this be a comedy or a tragedy? It's both. Will everyone end up married it's or a dra- dead? It's a dramedy, <laughs> tragic comedy. I really do forget, like. I mean, what the hell happened on Monday right. night at seven o'clock? I have no idea. I don't even know what happened in my own life Monday well, night at I seven tell o'clock. You what happened? We sat like a couple of fools and watched watched show four and, hours and of one this of us show. Took nine pages of notes. Well, it's a good thing I did because I know exactly where I want to go. It took you a little so while to wrap your head. Around I have it. a lot to say about Colton, but it doesn't come until later when he and Tia. Um, can get okay. I'm getting. I'm getting ahead of myself. You're getting ahead of yourself. Okay. Uh, all right. Colton tells the guys that he's exploring other options, but that Tia is still on the board too. So I, I think what's being set up here is the Colton as Dean. Uh, right. Yeah. What's the word I'm looking for? Um, Parallel archetype, if you yes, will. yes, an yeah. archetypal character. <laughs> yes, from ancient the mythology, the fuck, fuck boy, boy. <laughs> the fuck boy of Greek mythology. You will recall that Plato and Aristotle <laughs> wrote about him quite extensively. <laughs> Socrates, what a fuck boy! <laughs> Cicero, OG <laughs> fuck boy. Um, so, it, yeah, what is being set up is Colton as the villain. I will argue against that mm-hmm. later mm-hmm. in the podcast. But right now, I do. So, I mean, 
at one point Colton said, because the guys are like freaking out about it and they're like, you can't do that. And Colton says, what do you mean I can't do that? This is paradise, bro. I thought that was interesting. Like he kind of uh, challenged because they came with all these sort of like rules and mores for paradise. that Which uh, I think is stupid. Like all of a sudden, because it fits their narrative, I feel like the guys want to be like, if you're not serious about finding love, you shouldn't even be here. No, that's the bachelor and the bachelorette. Like, I feel like people come to paradise for any number of reasons. Sure. Probably Chad to date several to people. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> that was his motive and mission fucking accomplished. I think all sorts of people are down there just to have a lot of hookups. To like, shit themselves, metaphorically yeah. speaking. You yeah. You cannot tell me that every single person down there is, is down there because they want to have a baby. Right. I, and I mean, honestly, as we see. What may be three hours to four days later, Chris does exactly the same thing, right? He breaks his uh, own rules. You know what that reminded me of? What? When it rains on your wedding day. Oh, yeah. When uh, you have 10,000 spoons and all you need is a knife. All you need Man. is a knife. That. That's irony, it's, my friends. Uh, meeting the man of your dreams and then... Uh, Discovering that he sells produce at a grocery store in Chicago. <laughs> oh, grocery Isn't it girl. ironic? Don't you think? Um, yeah, so Colton says... I mean, I agree with a lot of what Colton says even early on in the episode. Because he says that he can't just switch, turn a switch on and be back with Tia... Um, Chris at one point is like that doesn't that reasoning doesn't make sense, but that's all we get from it. Yeah, like, there's no further yeah. explanation for why it doesn't make sense. So I think Colton's right. Like, why should he have not come to paradise just because he went on apparently one date sure. with Tia back nine months ago? Right. Well, that's also something I don't quite understand exactly what happened because I feel like we get differing accounts. I feel like it used to be like it was three days. I just I don't know. It's unclear to me. How serious things were before he went for the Bachelorette. Well, I'll tell you who's not buying it. The Goose. The Goose. The Goose is not buying it. The Goose tells Colton to shit or get off the pot. Whoa. With Tia. Strong words. from the Goose because geese are notorious shitters. (laughs) (laughs) Um, I wouldn't mess with somebody who's doing karate on the beach in a karate kid headband, though, Would you not? Would you not? (laughs) If you were a professional football player. Is Colton the professional football player, given what we see of him? It, does he appear to be more strong and athletic than Chris? Yes. Okay. That's not a high standard, but no, yes. No, it's not. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Moving on. Kenny gets the date card. He is pulling the ladies aside. I liked it when he asked Bibiana if he could talk to her, but the way that he asked was... He asked if he could holla, 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 at you. Was it that many hollas? I mean, I think so. It might as well have been, yeah. And, hey, I mean, I'm happy to see, especially if we're not going to get a single fucking line from Wills until he gets cut. We're not there yet. No, I'm... Well, it's, you think people are, Spoiler. yeah, your mom. Yeah, your mom is getting I mean, you need to follow the chronology of the show. Do I ha- is that one of the rules? Why do I have to do that? I'm going to pull a Colton on you. No, you're just giving me a look. All right, I'll follow the chronology of the show. It's in a four-hour... <laughs> <laughs> 
show, if you don't go chronologically, it's going to be chaos. You're going to lose yourself. Absolute it's be chaos. Anarchy. Yep. Anarchy is loosed upon the world. The center <laughs> cannot hold. Pandora's box is opened if I start referencing something that happens two hours later. All right. Anyways. Sound and fury. <laughs> Point. Nothing. That's Chris. Point being, I was glad to see an emphasis on one of our other favorites. If we don't get any Kenny. time, yeah. What up, yeah. Kenny? Um. So yeah, Kenny. Did you notice too when Kenny was talking with all the ladies, he kissed everyone's hand? Oh, I didn't. At the end, it's yeah, it's a man. smooth move. Yeah. Um. And so he goes over to uh, Crystal. Kevin describes it as a classic cock block. By Kenny, because at this oh, point you forget Kevin and Crystal had been hanging out. Correct, you forget that with all the drama that unfolds because they both are interested in like twelve other people yeah. by the time <laughs> Tuesday night rolls around. But at one point, eons ago, Kenny and Crystal were an item. Yes, yeah. Uh, he does, in fact, ask Crystal out. We will get to their date in mm-hmm, a second. Mm-hmm, yeah. Um, all right. I mean, I have just some random things. Eric and Jordan are talking about astrology with Annalise. I felt like Eric and Jordan like knew a bunch about their signs. A bunch. I don't I'm so I'm a Gemini which is twins, so I guess I'm duplicitous, um, but that is the extent of my So I posted knowledge. on Facebook today that one of the things that I do as a college instructor is I look at all of my students' photographs and I try to make them, try to decide which of them looks the most like serial killers, mm-hmm. naturally, yeah. before the first day of class. Sure, yeah. Just to prep yourself. Someone, Answer, they all do. you Gemini? Mm-hmm. Uh-oh. Oh, am I a killer? So, yeah. Uh, one of our friends posted a list of serial killers and their signs. Look at how many of them are Gemini. Oh, a lot of them are Geminis. Berkowitz is a Gemini. What up, Berkowitz? Who's Mary Bell? Uh, I don't know. A lady. Yeah. A lady serial killer. A lady killer. feminism. Women, women can do it too, guys. <laughs> and you know what? Women do it better. Yeah. She was they just a better with, serial they do killer. It with more heart. And she, she cleaned up everything afterwards. Um, oh, okay. What? Mm, no. You think that's a tasteful joke? I guess we should just cut that. No. Uh-uh. No. Yeah, no, 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 no. It. Do not cut it. Do not. <gasps> don't do not do it <laughs> the world deserves to know how gender normative you are there we go yeah. there you go ryan making jokes about ladies be cleaning <laughs> <laughs> it was an ironic like the alanis morissette thing it was an it ironic was not, you did not say that ironic of course i did no oh my god okay whatever anyway gemini serial killers look out for virgos pisces are up there uh, no Aquarius, which is what I am. Yeah, not a one. You could not break that one. barrier, though. I might. Yeah, might Keep be making the... dumbass comments about how lazy serial killers clean up. What? Nothing. Oh, okay. now I've hurt your feelings. Now I'm now just... you're gonna murder me. No, no. no. What? Like now this you're really all gone off the rails <laughs> because you made a misogynist comment, and then when you get called on it, all of a sudden it's uh, it's not it's not funny anymore, huh? Oh, it's always fun. Okay. Yeah. All right. Okay. Should we move on? Uh, I think we should have moved on some time okay, ago. Is this going to be okay or are you going to get all sweaty over there? I'm, all, I'm always sweaty. Yeah. 
can we talk about how this is jumping forward a little bit? Can we talk about how sweaty Kenny was speaking about sweat? I think we have to. Yes. Ooh, yeah. I and then he kisses. Oh, yeah. Could you do it? Could you no. kiss him when he's that sweaty? I, yeah, it makes me throw no. up in my mouth just, just, just to about see it. it. It's too much sweat. Oh, and then the smacking, smooching what is sounds. What's the deal? Is it just that hot down there? Like, Ooh. I feel like Josh uh, was that sweaty. Yeah, sure. Well, and Kenny, I mean, None Kenny. None of the girls ever look that sweaty, though. Kenny did, like, an athletic thing, yeah. you know? So it's not just that he's standing around sweating, it's that he. I still feel like I would just have to be like, you know, let's go back to the, let's go back to the hotel, take a dip, you get cooled off. <laughs> right. Yeah, why don't you take a shower and then just hold off on that kiss? For real. Yeah. Um, all right, but we're not there yet. Let's get to their date, though. So Kenny takes Crystal out. Much to Kevin's chagrin, and then he just forgets yes. all about Crystal three minutes later. Uh, I do have some things to say that happened before the date. Okay. Can we touch on yeah, that yeah. real quick? Let's do because it. David get so David pulls Annalise aside, right? Yes. And is and talks to her about um, how he doesn't want to dwell on someone else. Then he proceeds he, to dwell on someone else. He is extremely else. similar to uh, Blake from the yeah. one room. Yeah. That's, like, that's exactly what happened in Paradise. Yeah. yeah, There was like that super cut of Blake mentioning Waboom Every over and over time, again. Which yeah. David isn't quite that bad, but um, he's not coming off great here. No. Well, no. And again, I've yet to see... Like a lot of desirable personality qualities mm-hmm. out of him. So Annalise and Jordan uh, go on a date at the hotel, which I kind of thought was cute. And then I wonder, like, what's the big deal with the date cards? If anybody could right. just set up this really nice beachfront date. I mean, I guess I get, like, it is probably nice to leave the property. Mm-hmm. At the same time, you are at, like, a five-star resort. Sure. Yeah, you've got plenty going on there. I guess the the date cards is more like, I choose you. Yeah. Whereas the um, the dates set up... Although the dates set up are like, it's a romantic gesture because you have to go out of your way. I end, too, people are like, I just want to get out of here. Right. Like, it's kind of like summer camp for adults. and Right. That would be weird to not be able to leave. Yeah, I guess that's true. Like, you can't leave unless you get a date card. Or unless you fake a medical emergency <laughs> like Evan. A la Evan Bass, yeah. <laughs> Evan, you sly fox. Well played. Um, yeah, he really just wanted to get out of there for a little while. got a lady in the meantime. Yeah. That baby owes its life to him faking that injury. <laughs> yes. So, they go on a date. I thought that Annalise and Jordan were cute on Monday night. Yeah. Tuesday night really knocked me on my ass. Yeah, you got all invested in their I, story I for did, two hours. I felt like Jordan, for once, was like, he just seemed sweet and normal, you know? Right, yeah. And then uh, he turns back into Jordan again. We'll get there. We'll get there, folks. We've got four hours of material to cover first. Um, So she tells him that she is an artist, uh, to which he replies, I'm obsessed with people who are good with their hands. Laying on the innuendo there a little bit. Yeah. (laughs) Got anybody I could meet? Oh, snap. Oh, Oh, now I'm getting all sweaty over here. I'm like pretty um, boy Pitbull. Yuki shows up. Yeah. Ryan told me I am not allowed to do a Yuki impression. <laughs> I don't get... Why am I allowed to to do a bad Canadian impression? Or a bad Russian impression? 
that's an excellent question. I mean, I'm I'm posing that's it a, as a it's serious an earnest inquiry. question. I don't know. Yeah, you I don't, don't have an answer. Yeah, do you? I don't have a good answer. Right. Yeah, I mean, I'm I'm cool with it. You know, yeah, you're even cool with I the feel rules. Like I could yeah. do a really good Yuki impression. <laughs> We'll never know. I know the world we'll never has know. no idea what we're it's really missing out. On. Yeah. Um, I'll just sit over here like an asshole doing a Canadian impression whenever Kenny comes on screen. Kenny, Kevin, Kenny, Kevin, Kevin. All right. Oh, you know what? I realized that because Kevin is here, you know who that means probably isn't coming. Daniel. Yeah. Yeah. It's only room for one Canadian on this I show. I feel like his time. I mean, he um, was so hated by the end of Paradise last Daniel? time. Yeah. Remember, he like played that girl. I don't even remember because this yeah, goes in and out of my brain as soon as we consume that. it. But yeah, yeah, yeah. He like told he like basically told some girl he that loved her to sleep with girl. her, and then the next day was like, oh yeah, we were just oh, hanging yeah. out. Oh yeah. Well, and they didn't they hang out like one time in New York. Yeah, but he hung like... out with like one of the other guys from <laughs> The Bachelor a bunch. Uh, yeah. There's oh. some uh, serious like homoerotic undertones between between a lot of the guys. Yeah, oh sure. I feel like they I mean, is that normal to enjoy your circle of guy friends that much? Do you follow them on Instagram? No. Because it is a fucking bro party on there, all the like, time. All day, every is day. Is that part of like the brand though? Like I part guess. of forwarding sort of the illusion of or not the illusion but like the yeah, the brand of, like, The Bachelor, these dudes I are all hanging out. I just think it's weird, because they always, in the show, they always make a point to say, like, it sure is weird to be dating the same girl. Right. Like, would you, do you have a group of friends where, like, your one connection is that you all fucked the same girl? <laughs> I do I just, not. You know, yeah. What's that called on, um... The Eskimo, yeah. Eskimo Brothers, is that yeah. what it's called? Yeah. Uh, I mean, I um, slept with Nathaniel and Sparts. I don't think you know that, but right. But now, well, they're both listeners. Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> uh, oh, I, I just goodness. think it's kind of weird. Mm-hmm. Like, I get. I think it's great that they're all civil, but they're like best friends. Sure, right. That they're all broing out. Well, that is. Um, in the theory, there's a homosocial bonding where a woman is the object by which men bond women bond or men bond through hmm. so like the woman is really just there to form bonds for the men ah. so i'm sure someone has google scholar that and i'm sure someone has written homosocial bonding the bachelor the bachelor the bachelorette yeah i'm gonna write that if not yeah write it I'm it's ripe for um for coverage scholarly coverage all right crystal and kenny go to a mexican wrestling match and uh it's amazing it is amazing it was yeah that one was one of good. my favorite dates in bachelor history yes absolutely um so they're watching it and it appears at first that they're just spectators and then you know what's gonna sure happen yeah the one of the guys picks a fight with yeah, kenny. kenny yeah has to defend crystal's honor rips his shirt off i just thought it was really fun oh it was great yeah it was a lot of fun and crystal said that it was beautiful <laughs> so while uh crystal and kenny there's too many k's that's what the problem is crystal and kenny are off on their date kevin kevin meanwhile hereby and refer to Kindle. them as the kkk is that not okay I don't think that's going to fly. Yeah. I would rethink that. I might focus group that a little bit. Um, Kevin and Astrid 
are uh, getting to know one another, hanging out. Astrid's taking advantage of the fact that Kevin is not around Crystal because they had become an item. Uh, A lizard jumps on Astrid. I really enjoyed this because so she freaks out. And then it's like, a lizard's on me. And then she they like calm down. But then the camera zooms to show that it's still very clearly attached to her dress. But neither of them know. Right. When yeah. that didn't actually play out like I was hoping. Like, then they just kind of walk away. And they don't. there's no resolution on this lizard story. Like, I was hoping that, like, it would come back again. You know, it's like a horror movie. Like, oh, he's gone. Oh, no, he's <laughs> like not. Like, the didn't they do that with an animal... Uh, there was an animal that kept showing up yes. in one of the previous seasons. Yeah, like a bird or something. Or a crab. Yeah. They really like the animals yeah. here. Yeah. Um, all right. Colton and Tia still got the drama. All right. Well, here's they our chance get to the, get in. Didn't get the memo that you're supposed to save the drama for your mama. Circulate a memo office wide. Circulate a memo. <laughs> Take a note. Llama, llama. <laughs> no more drama. Oh, um, yeah. Colton is throwing the football with Angela, uh, seemingly like terribly. Right. I couldn't tell if he was being cute or what. Because I mean, I that mean, he was throwing no. like I would throw a football, like well. just well. But I mean, like well. it wasn't like oh, I'm so bad. But then he's like throwing spirals. It was like genuinely bad football. Yes. Um, Tia says that. Colton has her in his back pocket. You know who I keep in a pocket? Wells. Wells. Bartender Wells. Can I say that Yuki is... Yuki's tiny, too. Yuki is tiny, yeah. Little tiny The bartenders are really pocket-sized. Pocket-sized. Pocket-sized people. Big personalities. Yes, absolutely. Um, So this, I do think that one of the things that Tia is at least good at even I don't know how much I believe in the actual validity of it but I do think that she's she puts a show on of standing up for herself much more than say Christina Mm -hmm. Um, yes yeah that's true because Christina just kind of let things happen I feel like for like five episodes of Paradise it was just Christina being like oh just oh Russian accent time Mm -hmm. I just can't believe he's Going to treat me like this? That's not Russian, right? And then, oh, it's been too. It's been too long in Russia. (laughs) Lipstick eat you. (laughs) That fuck boy. (laughs) Um, But yeah, I feel like Tia at least is like, nope, you're not gonna do that to me again. Yeah, I mean, she doesn't. I wouldn't say that she necessarily like rips into Colton um and later we see that they're still like hanging out and still friends right well part of it is it seems like she flips a switch from like being like I am so crazy for Colton to like seeing him with what Angela or everything she sees him with Angela and is like nope right but I feel like they had already that had already happened. Like, he'd already gone and talked to a bunch of other girls. Like, he'd already been doing that. But somehow this thing, they, or at least they make it seem like this one instance mm-hmm. was like, that's it. You know, I've had, that's my line in the sand. Um. All right. Nick is trying to woo Chelsea. 
He says that the show has been a shit show and that it's been more stressful than his real job. What is, well, I guess being in a boy band, a Ukrainian boy band, is not that stressful of a job. Being a tracksuit model for, <laughs> for his local Belks. <laughs> yeah, it's one shoot a week. Yeah, model the different colors, you're good to go. Um, yeah, and then he said, I'm not here to chase roses. I'm here for a partner in crime. And then he's like, if I don't get a rose after that, I don't even belong here. Yeah, that's probably like right, becomes Nick. A, it becomes a weird thing where he's just like suddenly telling her off in a right. weird way. Right, like, like trying to like woo her by like yelling at her yeah. and then somehow <laughs> is shocked that this does not work. Uh, yeah. <laughs> um, Jordan gets Annalise a giant stuffed dog. Which was, I thought, a sweet, cute gesture. Sure. Apparently I, next week he throws it into the ocean. Well, he throws David's bigger dog, it looks to me. Oh. Like, David gets a bigger dog. Because his was what? pink, and the one he throws into the ocean is brown. Huh. Yeah, you have to really pay attention <laughs> to the subtleties of the foreshadowing of this show. Hmm. Um, Kendall and Joe are really vibing, but John is also hitting on Kendall. Uh, Kendall's a good looking gal That's his, for sure Yeah his rationale is What the heck We're yeah. in paradise oh. I feel like John is my grandfather Like Well but So here's I mean we'll we'll get there But Tuesday night Is a great night for nerds On Tuesday paradise Tuesday night John yeah. does well And I think I mean what becomes clear is I think that John is just too smart and too interesting for this sh- for a show like mm-hmm. this, which is why he's probably going for Kendall because she's. I, I think f- it's fair to say she's probably the most interesting of the ladies. Yeah, right. I really liked a great moment where John says, "I was really enjoying talking with you," and Kendall says, "I wasn't." <laughs> no, you. you like I guffawed. guffawed. I did. I full on guffawed, yeah, Kendall. Did. Well done. Uh, John kisses her, and Kendall says that she's pleasantly surprised by how much game John has. You and me both. I know, yeah, and later we see he genuinely has some game. Yeah, so doesn't matter, of course, because Joe the grocery store, uh, Joe the grocer gets the rose. Right, but John, he'll be okay. He'll handle himself just fine. Um, All right, so where are we? Colton and Tia have a showdown. Um... Colton tells Tia that he owes it to himself to explore other options. Okay, so this is where I will stand up for Colton. Okay. And you know, I don't like Colton. Right. I really don't. Right. For you to change your tune on this, it means either that Colton sort of showed himself or that Tia was just being kind of uh, rude. Because you, you seem to be as frustrated with Tia as you were defensive of Colton. Yeah. A little, I mean, a little bit of both. So... He said that he's trying to be transparent so that it isn't a Dean-Christina situation. Mm -hmm. And I think he is. I mean, for as much as they're like, he wants to have tea on the back burner and, like, hang out with other girls, too. I feel like he, from what's been shown, has been pretty clear about, like, yep, I'm here to explore my Mm -hmm. options. Like... I'm still injured. Like, I don't... At no point in that date was that they went on was he like, this is it. It's just you and me. Right. You know, I, I don't right. know. I feel like... I do think that his behavior has been different from Dean's. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think he's right. Like, it... You know, it doesn't mean anything that he and Tia hung out for a couple of days 
months ago, and what? Now he's down in Mexico with all right. these other people. Now he's obligated he's just, to yeah, yeah focus exclusively true. on her. Yeah. Um, Tia asks him if it bothers him to know that she and Chris kissed, and he's like, nope, I want you to be happy, which I feel like is like, just go, girl. Like, right. do not... I don't know. I mean, I do think that that was a good litmus test for like... But I think that she thought that he was going to be like, well, I don't like hearing about that. Yeah. And instead, he was like, I think that's great. Yeah, good for you. Chris Go get him. Yeah. Yeah. Go get that goose. Um, Chris is pathetic, I have in my notes here. I'm not sure what that's referring okay, to. Okay. Yeah, I was going to ask specifically. I mean, I don't disagree, but I was wanting some specifics on... Uh, I have Chris is pathetic. He brings Tia tea. <laughs> Yeah, that's his move. I feel move. like Chris... So I, so I think what I was referring to is Chris is one of those guys who waits until the girl is weak and vulnerable and then is like, uh, I'm a good guy. Yeah, yeah. Like, look at me. I'm so sweet. Right. I'm here to see to your every need, including your thirst. Well, and also, it's a pretty weak move. It's weak tea, Chris. He's like, I'm here to show you how a woman should be treated. Right. I got you some sweet and tea. And then the yeah. next night, he's boning Crystal on the right. daybed. But, you know, yeah, sure. Talk more about how... I've never kissed a blonde before. Oh I've never God. kissed a fake blonde oh, before. Chris. Yeah. Oh, goose. Oh, that goose. All right. So Colton goes to the goose gang. <laughs> Asks him who has the audacity to go to a girl here and bash me because Angela says, w- was talking. I want to know who in the Goose Gang had my name in their mouth. Shouldn't it be in their More beak? Of it. <laughs> <laughs> I want to find ways just to like use this. Yeah. I'm going to start saying that at, like, departmental meetings. Right. Whose name was, who had my name in their mouth? And also just even for, like, good things. Like, the next time that somebody, like, uh, gives someone a shout-out yeah. for a job, well, then, like, yeah, your name was in their mouth. I want to make sure that uh, so-and-so's name is in everybody's <laughs> mouth. All right. Put the name in uh, your mouth. It's Rose time. Yeah. Okay, here we go. I've got... Crystal um, gives to Kenny. Yeah. Astrid gives to Kevin. Tia to Chris. Yeah. Uh, Kendall to Joe. Annalise to Jordan. Yeah. What, Nisha to Eric? Chelsea to David, yeah. which was a little bit of a, uh, okay, whatever. Right, right. I didn't quite understand. Did they? I never even saw them talking, I don't think. Yeah, but I, don't know. I guess that happened off camera. So they said, I will inter- interject here and say that the girls mentioned, like, getting together beforehand yeah. and discussing. Even if you didn't necessarily have a romantic connection with someone, like, who do you think deserves to stay based right. on their right. um, desire for love? Yeah. So I thought that that was interesting. Like, mm-hmm. I mean, I think that's how David squeaked through. That's obviously why Angela gave her rose to John. Right, um, right. It wasn't like, I'm interested in getting to know you. Instead, it was just like, maybe you'll find someone. Mm-hmm. You seem to be here for the right reasons. It was the right reasons, Rose. Yeah, I liked there was a lot of like strategizing beforehand, even more than usual, it seemed. And then Bibby, the wild card. Yeah, flying off the handle, giving a rose to Colton. I wonder, I mean, clearly that wasn't part of the strategy session. I wonder what she told people she was going to do. I don't know. Because she's. I'm guessing maybe Wills. So poor Wills. I know. Wills, who had amazing fashion throughout, and now will probably packed so many great outfits we'll never get to see. 
Yeah. Yeah. Um, no, I'm curious, like, what... Because Bibiana seems to treat this like an impulse decision. Um, and I'm curious what, like I said, what she told everybody she was going to do beforehand. Or if she just kept it That kept secret it quiet. stays in paradise. With so many. Only Wells and Jorge know the answer to that. <laughs> and Yuki. Um, all right. Colton gets to stay. Nick and Wills are being sent home. And Wills does another sad I know, interview, man. Breaking my heart. Poor guy. Colton makes a kind of, um, like, I don't know. It reminded me of that song that Jessica Simpson released after her Nick Lachey divorce. <laughs> I Belong to Me. I don't remember that. It wasn't a big hit. It was a terrible right. song, and it was just like, was it? I Belong to Me. Was there another one about, like, girls going out for a good time? All the girls coming out for a public affair. That's the that's yeah. the right one. Yeah, that's That one is thinking. fun. They're in like a roller skating Yeah, rink. I seem to remember something like that. But then I feel like her publicist was like, you know, maybe it would be a good idea for you to show a little bit sure, of yeah. over this right. know, breakup. Show that you uh, feel something <laughs> about this. So she released that song and it reminded me of Colton who says, I'm not Tia's Colton. I'm not Becca's Colton. I'm Colton's Colton. <laughs> I totally missed that, but that's a great quote. Poor guy. Oh, Colton. Uh, well, and then, yeah. you know, in Paradise, you should expect things to change. Just like that. Someone, Harrison comes and tells everyone, someone's about to walk down these stairs that's going to change your perspective about this forever. Forever. The only thing you that can count a, on in paradise is that you can't count on anything. <laughs> that is a strong claim that someone's coming to change your perspective forever. We thought it would be Jade and Tanner with the baby. Because, mm-hmm. like, changing perspectives, I thought. Yeah. You know, that changing. I'd, oh. Yeah. I didn't even think about that. Yeah. Harrison could have been a lot more clever. Yeah. <laughs> or maybe they were going to come down and be like, Having a baby is terrible. Don't do yeah. <laughs> would leave. Yeah. Go home. You say you want marriage and a child. Take Return hours. Return to your normal lives. <laughs> um, instead, it is Becca. It is Becca. And uh, Colton freaks out. He does freak out. So well, Colton thinks that it's probably Becca. They, the, the guys, so the guys get sent away. Mm-hmm. And the visitor comes to the girl. The mysterious visitor, once again, as always, shot from the feet up. Mm-hmm. That's how they shoot a new entrant. Um, so they figure that it's probably Becca, and uh, Kenny goes and spies. Kenny uses his wrestling moves he to does. sneak up there. <laughs> yeah, and sure enough, it's Becca. Uh, so when Colton realizes that, I mean, he just really breaks down. I did feel bad for him in this point in the show mm-hmm. because I do feel like it was. I feel like he just came down here looking to have fun, like right. basically like heavy. being a Kenny Chesney music video. Yeah, right. like, <laughs> I think that's what he thought yeah. he was getting, and yeah. instead he has the Goose Gang telling him that he's not taking it seriously enough because right. he isn't like committing to Tia after yeah. a day. He's got Becca showing back up. I mean, I feel like if I were Colton, I would just be like, you know what? Fuck this right. shit. Like, this is not the Mexican vacation that I signed up in for. In real life, it turns out a Kenny Chesney song is no fun at all. 
Yeah, it's actually quite depressing. I, you know, I don't know any Kenny Chesney songs. I think he has his beer like, in Mexico. Is that one of his? When the sun goes down. Oh yeah, everything gets hotter. Yeah, I think I don't know that's how it a. Goes, though. When the sun goes down oh. over the water. Whoa. I think it's something in that vein. Okay. I think Katie is a our listener. Katie is some something of a country music uh, fan. Katie, our friend. Yeah, Katie? Is she no, no, no. Friend? I think she's <laughs> vaguely aware of country songs because she knew that Mr. Mom song <gasps> that we both hate. What is it? That. Uh, now I can't say anything like Monday morning, Mr. <laughs> Mom. Uh, we were talking about how that song is almost as offensive as my earlier serial killer ladies comment. Ladies could, be <laughs> cleaning up after them murders. Was it a murder or was she just on a period? Am I right, ladies? No, I did not make that joke. Uh, no, he did actually when we took a break. <laughs> you wouldn't have let me cut it if I Y'all did. Y'all wouldn't believe the stuff the that The things Ryan I say, says. the foul-mouthed rants. True. Yeah. Uh, anyway, all right. Colton's losing his shit. Uh, I mean, can we just like blow past this? Yes. Becca basically is like, "You should move forward," because I'm happy with Garrett. He likes Trump. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> have you ever th- have you ever thought about how we should build a wall? Oh god. Becca comes yeah. down to spew some Trump <laughs> propaganda. You, you better get back over the border before we build a wall, Colton. <laughs> oh. It's hilarious. Yeah. Um, it's fun to like terrible things. Yeah, but she tells Colton to think of his, this little breakdown as the kick in the ass that he needs to move forward. Which I feel like is probably true, Mm -hmm. you know? I do think that probably when you get off of that show, when you get off of the main franchise, maybe you don't process everything in the way that you should. You don't have the closure that you might Mm -hmm. have in a regular breakup. So, uh, it's all smiles after that. Yeah, keep that smile on your face. It looks good, she tells him. Well, Colton comes down and is like, I'm staying. I'm ready to open up. And Chris is like, I still don't think you should stay. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, honk, honk. Oh, all right. Annalise is going on and on about how much respect she has for Jordan, which is a sure sign that shit's about to happen. Oh, yeah, absolutely. As soon as somebody says... Where is it? I've got the, like, the quote. As soon as somebody says, like, I'm feeling really confident about yeah. this, nothing could He's come between us. Guy. Yeah. All right. Crazy Jenna comes. You didn't remember her. No. Don't, do you remember? So she and Ari had that, like, crazy makeout session on one of the mansion, like, day beds or couches. No. She's just crazy. Yeah. I mean, I mean clearly, yeah. yeah. She tells us she is an alien, but a nice alien. Because being an alien is hard on Earth, but you also have an advantage because you can read people's minds mm-hmm. and unzip your skin. Yeah. At which point I wrote in my notes, what is happening? <laughs> I feel like she's like a... You're like Ka- David on the mental <laughs> I feel like she's like a Katy Perry wannabe. Yeah. Or like a weird Katy Perry. Yes. Yeah. I feel like she's a combination between Katy Perry and Yuki. Yeah. She has a little bit of a, like, Japanimation thing. So sure, let's be yeah. clear. She's, like, Caucasian, right, right. blonde, North Carolina girl. She just see, she has a caricature element to mm-hmm, her. Mm-hmm. Her hair is pink. She's got these big boobs. She, pink I, 
<laughs> she also appeared to wear a black box on her ass <laughs> to Paradise because that follows her the entire mm. show. She says it's about to get coconuts. I did. I mean, I liked that. Sure. One. Yeah. Sure. Um, Jordan says that he likes her because she is a girl version of him. I actually did not see that. I didn't like, either. I feel like a girl version of Jordan would look like a Barbie. Not like a anime I think character, I would you put know. Like Crystal as more of a right. female version of Jordan, right. just because she's so high energy and zany, and I don't yeah. really get that from Jordan. No, Jordan seems so like concerned about because she uh, Jenna seems totally unconcerned about like what people think. I know she's not, but she she comes off that way, and Jordan does not come off that way. Jordan says that they, the two of them are going to burn this place down. And he also says that Jenna came in hot, which gets mentioned a third time. Yeah. So everybody's coming in hot. Uncle Chuck came in hot on the actual the Bachelorette, Bachelorette yep. show. Now Jenna's coming in hot. And then um, Jubilee says when they're ziplining that John, oh, John was coming, coming in hot. hot. Yeah, everybody's coming in hot in paradise. Well, out of my mouth. when the sun goes down over the water, everyone's when coming the in hotter. go down in the city. <laughs> Different song, but still enjoyable. Still the same opening. Yeah. Okay. So, um, yeah. What, some, somebody says that Jordan is smitten kitten i believe movie tia yeah they said that he turned into like the hard eye emoji yeah which is correct well and people talked about how like he was speechless and they never see him speechless um what's interesting is not only does jordan seem to forget about annalise but so does everyone else i know they're all sitting there together and they're like that's great that jordan's made such a great connection right in three minutes yeah sitting there there. yeah um so i was trying to figure out who jenna reminded me of i forgot this when we just had that conversation Mm -hmm. i also thought that she reminded me a little bit of pencil tucky from orange is the new black oh interesting yeah uh, they go on a date. They are riding horses on the beach. Jordan's reaction is exactly what mine would be, which is horses. Are you kidding me, guys? The horses? <laughs> that would be almost verbatim your reaction yeah, if I tried to take you horseback riding. It would be. Yeah, and they There'd both be a lot more cursing. Sure, yeah. Well, it wouldn't. It wouldn't need to be TV appropriate, but um, both of them seem to have negative associations with horses but too. Then they have fun. Then they have then a wonderful Jenna's time. Like this is super relaxing. Right. It's like we're in a painting or something. <laughs> they, um, yeah, they just make out a whole bunch. Jordan sta- says, "I'm standing here as a young Hasselhoff, oh if you will," gosh. and Jen has got the potential to take me off the market. Which she does. So Jordan, to his credit, has a discussion with Annalise when he gets back. Can we hit one thing real yeah, quick? Let's do it. They hit do. It. They're on the beach, and they do this weird necking thing, like nuzzling, like they're they, making out. But they you know also what it like reminded me of the Office. Yeah. Yes. When Dwight and, and when, or when Andy and Angela describe that, I have that yeah. in my notes when he describes <laughs> necking with her, like literally Just rubbing rub, their necks yeah. together. Yep. <laughs> Um, so Jordan tells Annalise that, I feel like Jordan's just a dick in this conversation. Mm -hmm. He's just like, 
This connection was nuts. Today's date was fantastic. Uh, right now I feel great about it, but just know that I'm saving a place for you if something does happen. So basically he's like, if something happens and everything falls apart, I might come back to you. Right, right, yeah. I've got you on the back burner. I mean, talk about like blatantly telling someone that you're keeping them in your back pocket. He literally, I think, is like, yeah. you're on the back burner yeah. for me. Well, in... Um, Annalise in her little like talking head thing says like we all deserve love and then just goes off the rails She's and it's like, just like Fuck. Yeah. yeah. Uh, oh yes. yeah. Jordan's talking about how Jenna claps when she laughs. Um like she sticks her tongue out in a cute way. Then he says there's nothing that can ruin what Jenna and I have. And at, that seems to foreshadow a problem. But it's just David bringing Jenna a birthday cake. David with a birthday cake. (laughs) Yeah, it's uh, Jenna's birthday we need to mention for those of you who aren't watching the show. And so David comes down. He says that she's clearly looking for someone who is spunky, vivacious, and outgoing. And then he says, I I think I can be that guy. Well, he says, I have the fun personality to match Jenna. Oh my god. No, you don't. David, come on. No, you don't. And Spunky. It, Come on, David. At some point I have you David... You fell out of a bunk bed and broke your face. <laughs> that, and that's the spunkiest thing you've ever done. Um, David says at one point, let me step into your brain. I don't know why he says that, but no thank you. I'm not interested. Um, Jordan starts going off on some... So there were a couple of weird extremely lengthy rants in this yeah. episode. This episode has a lot of like dialogues and monologues that are like real. I mean, almost Shakespearean. Hence the nine pages. Yes. I tried to get everything and I just like, some of them was like, this is still going. I can't trans. Yeah. You have to be a court stenographer to like get this stuff so, down. For some reason, Jordan compares David <laughs> to Mr. Rogers. <laughs> Except that he says he's the opposite of Mr. Rogers. Uh, Like, I don't want to be your neighbor. Mr. Rogers brought television back in the day, and David hasn't done anything here. I I don't know. I mean, and to get it, this is why I took nine pages of notes. Mr. Rogers fucking brought television back for children back in the day, and David has done literally nothing here. I'm fucking Mr. Rogers. Which I feel like would be a good title, except that it could be easily misconstrued. Sure, that uh, he's having sex with Mr. Rogers. Yeah, there it is. Yeah. There it is. Plus, well, I wanted to explain that for people mm-hmm. who are a little slow Thank in the you. uptake. Plus, with the Won't You Be My Neighbor documentary out, we don't want to get the wrong crowd downloading <laughs> our podcast. Like, oh, that was a nice documentary about Mr. Rogers. What other content can I download about <laughs> Mr. Rogers for my kids? Yeah, I suppose that's true, because I had highlighted that as the title, but uh, yeah, that's probably not going to fly. You're going to get the wrong crowd. Moving forward, you know, Angela and Eric hit it off. They make out. Mm -hmm. Caroline shows up, and I don't want to spend too much time on her, because she's pretty boring, but I remember thinking that Caroline was really, really pretty. I still think she's really pretty, Um, but on Ari's season, I felt like she was really, like, cocky and kind of like a little bit mean girly Mm -hmm. um and then she like confronts him at the women tell all right and then i feel like she comes on paradise and is like awkward nervous yeah nervous like didn't understand how to go to the bathroom and joe was like yeah it's right there you can you can just go the bathroom's (laughs) right there 
So I don't know. I thought I did think that was interesting. She, my perception of her ended up being very different. That's the fun of paradise. You get a totally different look at these people. Uh, Jordan has another long monologue about Uh, Caroline being a stepmom and wearing a kimono and nothing uh, else. I I mean, I don't. Yeah, I just I don't understand what's going on. Oh, I did love. So Caroline and John talk, and Caroline's talk. She's excited. John's from San Francisco. And John says, oh, I can contact... Oh, uh, and she's excited that John is from San Francisco because she's going to go there next summer. And John's like, oh, I can give you some advice. And then his insider top secret advice for what to do in San Francisco is go to Alcatraz. <laughs> Thanks, John, for that hot tip. <laughs> There's this bridge called well, the Golden Gate Bridge there you like might want to check out. I do is too expensive for you. Right, so. yeah. <laughs> So Johnny, I'm eating condor egg omelets. Thank you very out. much. All right, we're at almost 50 minutes. I got to get every single joke in. Oh my god, it's worth it. All right. I've got the whole cheese monologue coming uh, up. I'm just no, spend a long we're time just on gonna it. Touch on that because they, <laughs> I the line. I so all right. John and Caroline go on a date. It seems to go well. Uh, they name a bunch of stray animals. <laughs> when John talks about Caroline, he just says. Meow. <laughs> um, they dance awkwardly together in the mm-hmm. street. Then Jubilee comes the next day, mm-hmm. and Jubilee is also interested in John. It turns out she's into smart, nerdy guys, yeah. she tells us. Well, and she's got, you know, we didn't learn this about her before, but she's got like this serious, like, hardware programming military background like they actually right. had a bunch yeah, of stuff to connect on yeah i actually felt on. like once they started talking i was like oh this totally makes right. sense like they did seem of all the couples that we've witnessed i felt like they actually made the most sense right well and actually they actually talk about like something substantive yeah you know like yeah they were cute together like at first again oh, i was like you have a job yeah <laughs> you have talents and skills wait you mean you don't just sell sugar bear vitamins <laughs> well and she even this is getting ahead of ourselves but he said talks about how he like created helped create venmo and she's like genuinely flabbergasted like john what are you yeah. doing here <laughs> yeah i thought that yeah was funny. that was great so they go ziplining. Um, John says, I've never been on a date with someone this badass who could probably kick my ass if she wanted to. I thought that was sweet. Yeah, yeah. Um, they have a good connection. It's a good date. Mm-hmm. Jubilee right. talks about her great love being the cello. Hmm. And they talked about having a jam sesh together. Yeah, I have an it. It's a really cute date. Um, cut back to a not cute date with Kenny and Crystal. All right. Kenny and Crystal are breaking up. Kenny sets up a nice little romantic blanket for Crystal. It's got some candle action. Because her recurring theme has been love and light. Somehow. We have never I've never heard her say that. But her that has been her recurring theme. Salmon and turquoise. (laughs) I'm a winter. (laughs) Um and then basically Kenny's absolutely right when he's like, am I being friend-zoned right now? And yes, like, he is. Yes. yes, yes, you are, Kenny. Yeah. Um, so basically she, I mean, she doesn't totally friend-zone him. I feel like she tries to play it like she's like, I just want you to know if someone comes in, like, you're free to explore your options. I'm going to do the same. 
It's friend zoning. It's friend zoning, totally. So yeah. then Kenny and Eric, let's can we do this briefly? I mean, all I have to say is there's a long monologue about yes. who moved my cheese, basically. <laughs> yeah, Kenny and Eric create some sort of lab rat cheese metaphor that goes on probably for about 10 minutes of yeah. the show. Yeah. Well, they just like keep cutting back to it and they're like, "Are you going to move when the cheese moves? Are, Are you, you going to stay rat? in the same <laughs> Are you a dirty rat?" <laughs> Did you move the cheese? <laughs> <laughs> Who moved my cheese? Um no, it was uh yeah, you kind of have to move with the cheese tended to be the conclusion of the lengthy metaphor. So while they're talking about Cheese moving and uh, rats. Uh, Crystal and Chris are hooking up. The goose is flying high, as Chris tells us. Um, so Chris basically just like, I, I mean, what's the, what are you doing? Buddy? Right. Well, he flat out tells Crystal he's not in a relationship. And also that being around her is refreshing, peppermint refreshing. Mm-hmm. And he says, I've never kissed a blonde before. I want you to be the first to get that title. Ew. Oh, God. God. Goose, oh, come brother. on, Goose. Come on, Goose, you're better than that. <laughs> so then, I am just am lost at this point. Jordan and Chris have a conversation that I do not follow in any form or fashion. Something about how Crystal is dinner and dessert is Bibiana. So they're just talking about how, like, Chris has all the power because he has a rose and he's going to hook up with all of the ladies tonight. But is he? I mean, is... No! Right, that's the thing. No. Like, they seem it's to be like getting ahead of themselves. Yeah. I mean, I feel like it would be like what it would be like to listen to a group of freshmen, high school freshmen right. boys... Talking about all the girls in their class that they're going to have sex with. Right, right. That's pretty much it. Yeah, the goose... Uh, and, uh, spoiler alert, none of them are going to. <laughs> right. <laughs> that wasn't clear. Yeah. No, Jordan tells Chris he's killing it in Paradise. Chris says the goose doesn't know which direction he's going to fly after tonight. <laughs> South. Oh. Yeah. Um, Colton is just like salivating at the mouth when he hears that Chris and Crystal kiss. Yeah. He tells Tia immediately, putting it under the guise of, like, I just don't want you to get hurt by this guy. But clearly he's like... Sure. I mean, and Told you so, enough, yeah. What like, goes I would around, be pretty yeah. happy if that happened, yeah, yeah. too. So I don't, I don't begrudge him that. I did, like, he was like, you know, you, you can take care of yourself, but I wanted to let you know. Whether he feels like that or not... I do think it's nice to not just be like, I'm here to protect you, but to yeah. be like, here's some information that yeah. you can take or leave. Um, Tia flat out calls Chris a fuckboy, so I need to consult her for my uh, definition <laughs> to help understand exactly what this term means. Like an ancient rhetoric text. <laughs> See what uh, Socrates and uh, his dialogue partners have to say about uh, the definition of a fuckboy the end of the episode that's it and the end of our episode we we did pretty tia good colton or tia chris confrontation coming yeah, in coming up next, next week. week so we'll watch four hours of that folks uh, and then we'll break it down for you in this easily digestible fashion <laughs> this podcast is a part of the c-suite radio network for more top business podcasts visit c-suiteradio.com <laughs> <laughs>